Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Nothing, the podcast where we do sometimes talk about some things. This is a very special spooky edition because right now is about to be Halloween. Maybe not... 2020. Yeah, maybe not when you actually listen to this, but Dan Once specifically asked... Global warming has killed the president. <laughs> Dan specifically... The world is over. Oh my God. It's going to be a long night, folks. My name is Liam. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Aaron. Daniel. <laughs> yes. Spooky. Daniel has asked... Daniel, Daniel, is that your spooky voice? I'm going to do it in the spooky Sounds voice. like the greased up deaf guy from Family Guy. <laughs> you I feel like it's more like a spooky voice. It's not that spooky and you do it louder. I feel if you're like you to me. Spooky voice. We should try and get some sound doves with like... Yeah. <clears throat> wolves and shit to try and... Yeah. Oh, try and theme it. But... As it is a spooky episode, a spooky edition of Let's Talk About Nothing, we do have a spooky beer to talk about as well. And this week it is The Fear Imperial Pumpkin Ale from Flying Dog Brewery. It is a nah, fuck me, it's a 9% beer. Oh, this is going well, guys. <laughs> Did not see that. Well, bit dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it was spooky. Cheers, guys. Spooky bottle. I do love my PSL. Oh, it's really nice. That's it's very strong. You can taste the strength in that. Yeah. Ooh. And we had a what was it? Eight, eight and a half percent in the pub earlier on. Pumpkin-y. No, it's like way higher than that. Ten point five. Was it ten point five? But that didn't taste as strong as this taste. I, I think this tastes disagree. nicer than the one in the pub. Yeah. The one oh. in the pub was a little bit grim, in my opinion. The one in the pub was like a punch in the face. That goes down quite well. Yeah. Well, this is ale brewed with pumpkin and spices, and it's. Yes, it's strong. It's just a, a pumpkin spice latte with a shot of whiskey in it. It does taste kind of whiskey <clears throat> Actually, I don't think it tastes whiskey I think it does taste pumpkin spice latte-ish. It's going to be a long one for me to, to drink. Do you not like it? Mm. So you like that one in the pub, and I think this is not well so nicer. If anyone wants to see the beers that we've tasted, you can follow us now on the Untapped app, where you can view and rate beers. Twitter.com. And twitter.com at, at L-T-A-N pod. Um, cool, well, this nice is... Nice bit of housekeeping there. Yeah, yeah right. thanks. You spook, know, spook this is, this is a Daniel one. episode, so... Strap in, guys, because... Yeah. It's going to be, it's gonna be a long one. Number one. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, no. No. Neither it's a really short one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of ruins that. Do you believe in ghosts? Let's say for the podcast, yes. Okay, I will also go with let's say for the podcast. So let's bring up the question yes, that I inevitably come with, do you believe in ghosts? Number one, can anyone become a ghost? Uh, if ghosts existed, I No, I feel like generally the idea behind ghosts is that you've not passed on to said afterlife... Because you've been wronged in some way. Like the crow, oh, but, you know. Okay. You've got to be wronged. What if you just, like... You know, like Harry Potter ghosts? Yeah. Where you were just, like, too pus- pussy to die. And also, they had unfinished business. Not yeah, necessarily wrong. That's, is the that's big part thing. of it, I guess, yeah. <clears throat> what is the unfinished... Maybe not, maybe not just being wronged in such as... The, you've got unfinished business. Okay, do you... Are you... I know you don't believe in ghosts, but if you did, would you subscribe more to the intelligent haunting or the imprint left on this departed earth? Define both. So, intelligent haunting then, meaning that they are 
effectively still a sentient being who can do whatever they want and spook you out. Nailed it. As opposed to imprints, which would just generally do things and go about their daily business. So you do the same shit. It's like, so say I died right now and I haunted this apartment. You'd still there be lying on the bed scratching your nuts. Playing PlayStation, people would walk in and be like, Oh, there's a spooky ghost telling the cat to fuck off because it wants food and I've already fed it. So, which... Um, I definitely feel like the imprint is the more likely scenario based on things I've read and stuff as opposed to TV and film. TV and film wants me to make... Intelligent. It's the poltergeist <coughs> slash whatever. Oh, that's a good question, actually. Do you think a poltergeist has to be an intelligent haunting? I don't think poltergeists are necessarily ghosts. I think they're demonic spirits. See, that's a whole different kettle of fish about demons. Don't believe in demons. I don't know about ghosts. What about psychic energy? What's that? Define that for me. So you're like the collective... Like auras and shit? No, like the collective psychic energy. You know, like so how... Like a hive mind? You know how like everything in the 80s was super fucked up in movies because of the Cold War? Yeah. And how everything now is sort of becoming that fucked up Cold War state. Like that urban legend that in one farm in Australia, goats realised they could roll over the, the gates, the grates. And then at the same time, across Australia in another farm, some other goats realised, or sheep, whatever, that they could also roll over grates to get out of the get out Yeah, the like the great collective unconscious. So shit, no, shit happens at the same time. No, so like, everyone's linked in some weird way. Yeah, with a collective like unconscious. See, I think yeah. it sounds cool. Sounds cool. <laughs> it sounds real cool. But that means you'd have had to have been connected to like uh, Gandhi, the Catholic paedophiles. Well, what's weird is that we're breathing the I same went to Catholic air school, as those so I wasn't that far away, to be honest. Yeah. I need to edit in some like lightning sound bites whenever we like Drop jump into another situation. Or okay, have you ever seen a ghost or thought you've seen a ghost? What? Have I seen a ghost? Or think you've seen a ghost? Um, What's the creepiest thing you've ever seen? I mean, seen? to be fair, once when I was a child, I thought I saw Santa Claus, so <laughs> perception is kind of bullshit. I have seen who's marks on my roof in the snow. How'd you get up to the, how'd get up to the roof? I could see them from the, from the ground. And to be fair, every Christmas when I got up, that means <coughs> pie was eaten. Yeah, and the pie it bodies. <laughs> and the beer had been drank as well. <laughs> Yeah, my parents left a glass of red wine. Yeah. <laughs> and no cookies, because weirdly they were on a low-carb diet and Santa was too. <laughs> There's a big chunk taken out of the carrot as well. Yeah, I always wonder who got the short straw yeah. on that point. Yeah. Do you reckon ba- they... Babies just ate it. Do you reckon they... <laughs> yeah. Do you... Call back. Yeah. Do you reckon they took it in turns every year? Like, like one year my dad would be like, right, I'm having a mince pie this year, you've got to eat the fucking carrot. And then I quite he... like carrots though. Yeah, but eat like half a carrot in one bite. Oh yes, I don't think I never, it with one bite. It's not like there was. It's not like you were there. Like one bite, one bite. It. It's not like you got up in the morning. Deep throat in the carrot. Not like you got up in the morning. And were like I collective also, unconsciously. I can tell this carrot is actually eaten in three bites. So what's going on? I did never check the bin. <laughs> no. Do you know the other weird thing? Why should I have a carrot in here? Yeah, why would we assume that a, a reindeer wouldn't just eat? I was going to say, yeah. All the carrot. Like, if you fed a horse, like, a carrot, you wouldn't expect the horse to be like, yeah. It's not going to go like, ugh, I don't want that shit. Yeah, but that carrot's not getting, like, three billion carrots that night, is it? At no point in Santa history is the reindeer coming into your living room as well. Yeah, that's true. Joe was really weird. I came down one year, and the mince pie was half-eaten, and the carrot was peeled. (laughs) (laughs) 
Carrot ended up being the Christmas dinner that year. So why has this turned from a spooktober to a Christmas special? I was just thinking the same thing. Right, so Continue. back to the point. We're getting more seasonal. As the, we don't know when this will come out, so happy happy Easter, everyone. <laughs> so ghosts. Yeah, theoretically, right. it could be around Easter. So let's just argue about some law. How old do you think... Halloween next year. Yeah. How old do you think Bill needs to be before he can have a ghost? I don't think it has to be any age. I think someone has to have died in the property. Yeah, but how long like since they've died? Six days, because it could have died last week. What, they get to come back as a ghost immediately? Yeah, maybe. Why, did it take time to decide? Yeah, oh, so like... Is that your thing of like how long does it take for a ghost to form? Yeah, you know, you've got to have like, some time to like, get your ghostly Six, property. Less than a week. Jesus less did... than a week? Jesus did it in less than a week. Yeah, but he didn't <laughs> come back as a ghost, did he? Probably. Oh, no. I didn't ever come back, but he didn't come back as a ghost, certainly. Yeah, if he right. did, that'd be a way cooler story. Wait, hang on. Don't if, ruin if, it for me. if we're going on the assumption that ghosts are real, we can't be on the assumption that Jesus automatically isn't real. Obviously, you can't. Yeah, we've already established that Santa is also real. Yeah. I'm a big believer in a collective unconscious. Okay. Okay. Keep I mean, saying that, but. Not really, but. This is, this is what you're going with for the sake of the podcast. No, I mean, I like to believe in it, and I like to read about it, because I think it sounds fucking my, my wicked dad, horrible, but... My dad's really, like, against, or, not against, but, like, what's the a sceptic? Okay. Of ghosts. If, yeah, any supernatural shit. But he swears by one time he put something, like... He got sucked off by a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be weird when I tell you the end of the story. Um... He must have been talking about it with my mum, because my mum was into that shit. She loves, like, psychics and shit like that. He, they must have been talking about it. He was in the bath, and he put, like, the shampoo bottle down the side, and it, like, wobbled for a bit. And he said, he thought to himself, well, go on then, Dad, if, you, if you're here, knock it over. Ah, after it had stayed, <coughs> and it, like, wobbled and went in. And he, like, called my mum in, and was like, fucking hell, like, oh, whatever. Shut that window. <laughs> <laughs> If I was a ghost, right, old draft in here. If I was a ghost, and that was the only thing I got to, was like when I got called on, I'd be fucking real pissed off if someone was like, right, if ghosts are real, knock this shampoo bottle into the bath. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? I spent all my ghostly time learning how to be a ghost, and all all I can do is just piss about, knock over a few things, and I've got to see my son's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Slam a bunch of doors shut every now and then. See, I'd love to be that sort of ghost, a knobhead ghost. See, I'm thinking well, like... You're a knobhead person. Exactly. Do you, do you think ghosts would be linked to a building or a place? Aaron seems to think the place. Yeah, definitely the place. The place makes more sense. Rather than like the physical surroundings. So if you flattened a building, then said ghost is what? Gone? Yeah, it just like dissipates. Doesn't seem fair on the ghost. Well, I suppose it depends yeah. if you think believe in intelligent or unintelligent. Yeah, but like, what if there's like... I don't know. That's well, a good like, point, like, actually. Because and shit. I guess I... Was on the side of unintelligent. Yeah. But if it's a non-intelligent one and you're not the building down, what's it doing? Just floating in midair. <coughs> if you're a ghost... Seems like, it's seems non-existent like a, building. Seems like a plot hole in the whole ghost thing, doesn't if, it? If you were a ghost, how fast could you travel? And would you like would you travel at normal speed? Or could you be like anywhere you want to be at any time? I think it's if like, you're a ghost, you've got to be linked to a certain area. No, assuming you're haunting someone, not a place. Oh, I don't know if I believe in particular person hauntings. What happens when that person dies? Do you haunt their ghost? They become the ghost. Yeah. Oh, to haunt who? That's a good one. The next they person. Take over you the back. Ghost. <laughs> Reincarnation. Who's your favourite medium? Mum used to like John Edwards. Sack of shit. 
the raw sack of shit. Aren't yeah. they? I'm I, getting the word. Nonsense. I don't like people that like claim to be able to speak to the dead because they're all liars. Yeah. But you believe in ghosts, don't you, Dan? Yeah, but you know, I believe it's more like a personal experience. I don't think it's something you can like televise or capture with a camera or something. For example, Dad's knocking off shampoo bottles in yeah. the shower. That's a personal experience. I did used to love Most Haunted. Have you ever felt? Is that the one with uh, Derek? Yeah, Derek Cora. He's been in it. Yvonne. He's not been yeah, in it. He's Yvonne the main somewhere. dude. You can't no, say he's been Yvonne, in it. It's Yvonne, whatever her name is. Yeah, no, Fielding. Maybe. It's definitely Derek Cora. Derek Cora's on it. He's the main guy. You can watch Simpsons and be like, how is on it? Of shit, he? <laughs> That'd be a fucking Lord. really weird thing to say. But anyway. He's not the main guy. Are you, are you searching this? He's yeah, definitely the main guy. Yeah. Right, have you ever felt like, obviously you definitely have, because everyone has, like when you're like tired and shit, have you ever felt like you've been haunted or something fucked up's going to happen? Yeah. Not like, not like a murderer. Oh. Like I personally think Lauren, a bit of a sociopath, not afraid of ghosts, not afraid of ghouls, not afraid of aliens, not afraid of Bigfoot, afraid of murderers and rapists. Naturally. Yeah, but what's more likely to happen? She has been burgled several times because she lived in Disbury, which is a shithole, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, what's more likely to happen? To be haunted by a ghost? Derek Cora was only on it for one to six, by the way. Series one to six. Which is the main bulk of that, I imagine. Out of? Fourteen. So less... Yeah, but he was the main dude, obviously, and the main dude. He left. wasn't the main dude, he was just the. the well, like, obviously, he was. Who was, was the second medium? It was. If Ed Fielding did the presenting, he was the medium. Boom. I think we win this one. How do you win that one? She didn't do fuck all. She wasn't she a medium. She was the main bitch. She was a presenter. She wasn't presenting the ghost. That was Derek. She was. She'd be like, if someone's here now. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> come out, come my out. My good please. blood, Derek. But anyway, back to my point. Any from Rochdale? What do you just say? If yep. someone's what did you now? just say? Back to my main point. Not before that. My main bud, Derek. Okay. Yeah, isn't he from Rochdale? Bo Derek? Isn't he um, from Merseyside? I don't He's know. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I've got a mad Scouse accent. Yeah. I like that ghost. Why did I think Rochdale? What's from Bootle? So, uh, yeah, not even a real Scouser then. Oof. Oh. Chester Scouser. Goodbye, all our <laughs> Bootle subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, have you ever had like a time where you thought, like, you get Fielding from Manchester. Might be a spooky ghost around here. No. She's from, I think she, she's from like Nutsford or Old Edith somewhere. She's not far from us. Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not one of them, are you? What? Like a non... Non-believer? No, you can be a non-believer. But, but then I saw her face. You kind of been afraid. Now I'm a believer. You kind of been afraid. Oh, I had a, I had it's a okay face. It's to be afraid. So, here's a story. When I was like... How old must I have been? Twelve, maybe? Like, we, uh, I got shown one of the, you know those, like, jump scare videos? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you've got to watch this, and then... Jeffrey Epstein's face. <laughs> and, and then someone jumps out at you, kind of thing. So it was this thing about, you read this big story about this woman who was waiting for her husband to come home or something, and if you look at this picture for long enough in this chair, you can see her occasionally. And, like, I watched it proper, like, got into it, and it's like, oh, you can hear her and stuff like that. So I tried, like, turning the mic up and shit. And it jumped out and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and it proper, like, fucked me up for, like, a good six to 12 weeks. How it's long was this video? The, it was long enough that you got into it and turned the volume up. Like, 30 seconds or so. 
That, that, I suppose it was 12. 12 That's years a long do time. get distracted quick. Like, imagine like three seconds in, you're like, I can hear her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, that because that was the whole, like she was a ghost. Was it like thing. the advert one? You know, the car advert where it's driving through the hills and it's that like, yeah. Ah. yeah. Sort of like that, yeah. Yeah. Because it was like, it was the whole story about ghosts and everything. Yeah. Proper, like, fucked me up a little bit with ghosts for a few weeks. I um, I used to hate my mum and dad's house. when I used to fucking fly through the living room if it was dark. The one I've stopped and then at? I, yeah, the only house I've ever lived in is my mum and dad's. Well, I didn't know you'd never lived anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, because we, we didn't ever really close the curtains in the kitchen. So you just it was just pitch black into the back garden. So I used to just fucking, even with the light on, I just dive through, slam the light on in the kitchen, slam the light on in the bathroom, have a wee, and just like, be fu- I'd be horrified if it was just like the pitch black window outside. Just in uh, case someone was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, was, like, someone or something. Well, that's uh, the thing, I guess. I used to, the, the one that fucked me up the most was, the film that fucked me up the most was Mars Attacks. I also got for afraid of Mars Attacks. I really like that film now. It's I never seen it. Horrifying. It's only like a tw- is it a twelve or a fifteen or whatever? It's a fifteen. It's like a dark comedy as well. When you're looking back at it, it is not scary at all. But for some reason, when I was a kid, it I was also like fucked me up. It was the noise. Yeah. Yeah, and like the way they just there was like dead yeah. in the eyes and fucking. I always remember the the great film. Just like bit some guy's finger off. Great film. And just like, like a carrot. Like a carrot. <laughs> like, like a carrot. And um, yeah, I, I, it fucked me up for a while. And then one day my brother was like babysitting or whatever. I was like eight or something. Your brother was much older than you. Probably. Yeah, yeah. His brother's still 13. 10 years older. And uh, he put 12, that on. 10. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. We can put that on. Don't care. And just like the whole way through, it was like, couldn't cope. I had this Pokemon book. And the only way I could get through it was like going through every single Pokemon and imagining them beating up the Martians wow. like in a Pokemon battle. And that got me through it. And I was like, fine then. What's the thing you find... I haven't find... watched it since, but <laughs> I was fine after that. What's the thing you find creepiest? Like, aliens, ghosts, spooky monsters, spoopy monsters, duty, tooty monsters. Bigfoot. Um, I mean, aliens feel like the only one that's actually real, so... Yeah, well, that's, that's the question I want to ask. Do we believe in aliens? Yeah, 100%. Mm. Uh, have you heard of the Dial-Toff Pass incident? No. Regale us, Dan. I feel like Aaron might have. It rings a bell, but I couldn't... Okay, so it's these, um, like, campers or skiers or some shit. This is all, like, from fuzzy memory. But they went skiing in, like, some place in Russia. Maybe Siberia? It was somewhere in Russia. Russia. Um, Anyway, they went, and it was called the Dilatov Pass, like, this bit in the mountain where they were going. And um, there was three tents next to each other when they went up into the mountains, hiked up, you know, to ski down or do whatever it was they Sounds were doing. Sounds pretty Blair Witchy. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, they went missing for like five days. There was like a, a minor snowstorm. Nothing like horrific where you'd expect them to go missing and die. Like minor. So after five days, they went up, never came back down. The village he'd like walked up from, they were like, fucking hell, five days? It seems like a long while they've been gone up in these mountains now. They were supposed to be back two days ago don't think they had enough stuff to do. like right we'll send out some search parties this being like height of soviet russia they get involved they send them out as well eventually after like two days searching they find the tents and they're like the tents i'm pretty sure from memory the tents are like 
They look like they've been ripped open, like by something. A bear. A bear. But inside, um, they've got like, they look like pristine, like everything's perfect. So it looks like they've all just ran away, sort of thing. Um, so they start searching, they can see the footprints in the snow. They're a little bit buried from this snowstorm or whatever. Tents ripped open, perfect inside it. And as they're following the footprints, the people look like they've like stripped off as they're running. Right. Like don't understand what's going on. And eventually they find some of the bodies and they're um, they're like lying down, like perfectly preserved pretty much, obviously it's just frozen. frozen. Freezing cold. Tongues missing. Slight orange glow. And like this is like from Soviet records, so half it's been destroyed, they're not sure how true it is, but they, they say that they're like a guy account reading just on the bodies and at the campsite. And there was like um like a radioactive reading just of that bit. How cool is that? <laughs> it's pretty spooky. That is pretty that is spooky. spooky. I'm I'm glad I'm sleeping with you tonight. Yeah. Pretty spooky, right? I feel like most of that could be explained. All of it can be explained because I can remember the exact article I read it from when I started saying the details. So the tents being ripped open was the snowstorm slash avalanche. The clothes being off was something called paradoxical undressing, which you do when you're hypothermic. The slight mm. orange tint to the skin was they'd been out in the sun with it reflecting on the bodies for days, so it's just sand themselves. The radiation was the Soviet records. Who fucking knows if that's true? The tongue was wild animals are going to eat the tongue first. Mm. But I'm sure there's some other details. Know, the soft bits, there's some, some other details that I can't. I'm really half remembering this, but it was just I remember reading that story and being like, whoa. Well, that's three days. I'm not going to get back. So that's the point as well. This is, this is the other thing as well that I say about when I was a lot younger that uh, the whole ghost thing kind of spooked me out. I definitely prolonged it because I got big into, at the time... Spooky stories. Reading about ghosts. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, you see all those photos where they're like, it's not double transposed or whatever. This is a genuine bloke who died six months before his team photo or something. And like there the, he is in the background. And it's what all that. was that film? Was it Three Men and a Baby? Three Men and a Baby with the... Uh, with the Three the, Men and the, a Baby ghost creeped me the fuck the Ghost out. in the background, yeah. yeah. It was... Yeah. A, oh, yeah. It's cardboard cut out. Yeah. I know what you mean. But, uh... Yeah, it scared me too. I was a bit... I still am a bit. I don't like scary stuff that much. No, really. I really, I really, really, really like scary, spooky stuff. However... I do have to stay in bed with Lauren because otherwise it'd be too scary spooked. <laughs> yeah. It's just not nice. And there are occasions. Okay, so Lauren's um she don't like like when we get into bed, if something needs doing, she claims that she's scared so she can't do it. <laughs> so like we've accidentally left the radiator on in the living room. Someone needs to turn it off. Neither of us won't get up. Oh, well, Why don't you get in there first and say, I'm scared? Well, I, well, I'm scared, so I can't... Because she won't go. I know she won't go, and I'm the one that's going to be pissed off that the radiator's been left on all night. So we have this argument many a time. And every now and then, we'll be getting ready for bed, and we'll hear, like, a flat next door's door go or something. Or a bump. Yeah. You know, again, it's someone else's flat, and I'll be like... I can't believe you can hear that, that's well annoying. Let me just go to sleep. And I'll be like, what was that? And I'll be like, what do you mean? 
What was that noise? I was like, it was just next door. Go, go and check. Go and check. <laughs> so uh. I have to get, and I sleep nude. So I have to get up naked with my phone flash on. Fully nude? Yeah. Why? It's comfier. So I get up with my phone flash on and I walk through I to... I nude all swearing. <laughs> I walk through to the, the front door, shine it around, come back to bed, like, yeah, nothing there. Me and neither, but I'll learn. However, <laughs> as soon as I get back into bed then, do you know what the only thing I can think is? Someone out there. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> they've seen my dick. You tiny little I dick. think if someone came in my house, I'd rather be naked. Okay, the best no way. One wants feel to, like you no can... one wants to fuck with a, a naked dude running at them. You feel like it would disarm them for at least a second. Yeah, that's all I need. 14 <laughs> seconds. Sorry, you think I can't take a giraffe, but because you're naked, you can take a burglar. Fuck off. I can run You've never had a fight in your life. Seconds. This guy's been brought up on the streets. I've had three fights in my life. Proper fights, Downey, not little fucking... Two fights in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I won one of them. I don't believe anything that you've just said. He's batting 500. He's batting zero, because he's not had a real fight in his life. I had one on my birthday. It was the last one. With who? Some Jippo dude. Me and Tid. Chickpo. Oh, fuck. Jippo. Oh, wow. Fuck. Right off. Number one, that's a slur. <laughs> yeah. Number two, you're telling me you didn't get your arse kicked. Pikey. No, he sucker punched <laughs> me. Well, I don't know how I won, but I won. Don't believe it. Oh, that's playing off air. What? You probably heard this. You were there. You were, my, you were there on my birthday. It was in Greg's. <laughs> How many fucking birthdays ago was this? Like four or five years. It was probably my first birthday with, with Lid. Yeah, it definitely long time was. Yeah. I don't believe this anyway, but back to my point. Beat you in a fight? You could not beat up a burglar just because you were nude. No, but like Aaron said, it would disarm them for like a, a second. It wouldn't physically disarm them, though. It's not like they see, if, right, it's not I, like they see your dick if, if, if you If I can it. run 100 metres in 14 seconds, how far can I get in a second? Not very. 10 one metres. 14th of <laughs> yeah. 100 metres. Not quite 10 like metres. 7 metres. That's, I mean, that's... <laughs> but it's not, that's here to, that's not how to it works, though, is it? Kitchen, isn't it? Because you get 2 metres, maybe. No. You always start off way slower. And also, consistent you say he's disarming him. It's not like he's gonna like turn around, see your dick, and go oh, and drop his knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. What's more than like he's gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> no, one saw, no one heard or saw that. That's fine. All right, he would be shocked for half a second Stab. and then start stabbing. <laughs> Wait, so he's got a knife. Yes. He's a burglar, he's got something. He's not just going to break in, see a dick and be like, well, it, my plan's thwarted. He's at least got the crowbar that he broke into your house with. And also, what do you think's mm. happening? Do you think you're getting up like naked and he's going to be shocked and you're going to be able to beat him? But if you get up with shorts, he's going to be like, oh, I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if I was burgling your house, but I'd be like, well, I'm, ex- I'm ready of, for people in clothes. Loads of people sleep nude, so it's not a big thing. It'd be more of a shock if like, you got up and you like ran out at him with socks on. But also new, because then he'd be like, who sleeps naked but with socks on? Do you I, sleep with socks That's going to be on? my go-to now. Yeah. <laughs> then he's gonna, it's not nice. That's going to disarm him, because nice. he's going to be like, at first he's going to be like, oh, dick. But like Aaron says, half a second. But then he's going to have like, wait, he's got socks on. <laughs> that's weird. Or, this motherfucker. if he slept with like, a t-shirt on, but no bottoms. <laughs> you're you're going to get up. I might start doing that. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. It, it's like, <laughs> at first, it's gonna, like, no, you're, you're going to get, not only you're going to get the shock of the tackle being there, yeah. and then you're also going to get the second where it's like, 
Why no bottoms? See, I think, <laughs> I think it's going to be threefold. I think first it's going to be the shock of... Tackle. Tackle. Second, the, veg. second the shock of... Wait, he's got a t-shirt on. <laughs> and then third the shock of... God, don't men look ugly with t-shirts on when the tackle's out? He's not right. He's not wrong. Yeah. And also, you could even... This could be the way to stop a Depending the way... Women in just a t-shirt. Kind of cute and sexy. Yeah. Men in just a t-shirt. Awful. Disgusting. He could, he could even get fourfold horror if, like, he turns around and he's like, oh, I wasn't expecting anyone to wake up. Here's a person, but he's in pyjamas. I'm not that scared. And then, oh, there's his dick. What's his intent oh, when he breaks his into And house? then the fourth... Uh, bumming you, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Robbing you. So well, maybe, maybe don't go without the pants then. Mm-hmm. Or, right, okay, ultimate scary for a burglar. Ultimate spooky for a burglar. Yeah. So the burglar's broke in. He's, he's ran in. Always, I don't know, creeped in to your hallway. You've got up to confront. I reckon busted in. You've, yeah, it's like bust, he's going to bust in you. He's busted in. So right, you've got up to, oh, to confront him. You're wearing... A lady's thong with your witch just poked out to the side. <laughs> you nuts out to the other side. Immediately, it's like from. Is that you wearing the thong the wrong way around? <laughs> is, is that how you do it? See, I'd go like. Whiz, Immedi- no, because immediately. I'd go in the middle, but then ball either side. Yeah, either way, immediately he's wrong foot. That's so think, painful. Immediately it's not he's. Comfy, but no, immediately sort of yeah. waddle at him. You get over it after like a few minutes. This dude is immediately thinking they're like. What the fuck house have I broken into? <laughs> Something here has gone wrong. So he's looking at this, he's thinking... Well, you're immediately screaming, look at my balls. I don't know what's going on. And then boom. No, you you starkers and you just scream. No. <laughs> like a banshee. Or, yeah. even better... And then run at him. You're naked. Just like arms you're naked. milling around. He, bust, he busts that in. That wouldn't work. It would definitely be a fight or flight thing and they'd definitely yeah. bust you over the head with a crowbar. Yeah, okay, you'd yeah. die. Just throw something at him. Best thing... He busts, he busts in, you naked, and, and you just go out. like this. Oh, just come to bed. <laughs> that had wrong foot him. That disarm him. And then, stab, 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 stab. Why, do you, you have a knife with? with your pillow? You got, you got a knife it's, by your bedside? No, uh, I am not Liam Fivey. Uh, Liam X. Who sleeps with <laughs> a hammer. He sleeps with a hammer under his bed. Psycho shit. <laughs> do you know what he would be, you know, in America? You read all those stories about like... You know, I've got a spice out of my bed. One of those electric uh, tennis fishes. racket things that you used to kill flies with. Because we've got a lot of flies in the summer and I haven't taken it back downstairs yet. But that's not a hammer, is it? Nope. Liam, if he, if he lived in America, he'd be the sort of person that sleep. You know those, um, the you see those weird adverts AR-15. where it's like, you push the button on the bed and like a shotgun pops out. Yeah, He'd I mean. definitely be one of the people that do that and like shoot his dog. <laughs> 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 or his fucking kid or his wife or something. Well, not his kid or his wife. That's the story, is that? He'd <laughs> shoot his Xbox. Lonely motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to aliens. Definitely. And spoopy stories. And spoopy stories. <laughs> what? What's? Are they there? Are they already here? They're absolutely not here. Definitely exist. Possibly here. So we're playing the wrong skeptic like, on this oh, whole episode, a, but. A, which is weird because I normally get skeptic apart from aliens. You what? Uh, abductions happened? Are they happening? Nope. Possibly. Is it just a load of bullshit that people are. What about like um, cow mutilations? Hey, you ever noticed why it never happens in a city where all the people are? Yeah, because they're not stupid. They're fucking aliens. They've travelled across galaxies. 
His logic it's is like, infallible. Why would you go fishing where you can try and catch one fish? Or you go into that lake where all them hundreds of fish are and you could maybe catch one in there. You know if you could like essentially teleport to any point in the ocean? Yeah. Do you think you'd still be fishing with a rod? You'd have some sort of magical fish transponder. Right. And you're not going to do it where so all the point? fish are going to see, are you? Because then they're going to know what's happening. Yeah, you're not going to forget in five seconds. What are the fish going to do? You what? What are the fish going to do? Fucking nuke you. <laughs> in this scenario, the fish have nukes. <laughs> also, these nukes aren't going to reach up to my spaceship that goes... Yeah, but you're gonna nu- they're going <coughs> to nuke off themselves. The lake. You know, they're going to wreck the environment. I mean, we're already doing that, but... What yeah, if it's like the say... observer effect as well? What's that then? You know, like, if you know you're being watched, you, you act different. It's not that. It's, it's if you observe something, you change the outcome. But... What if the aliens are doing like a giant observer effect? So they think if, if people know that they're being watched, they'll change their habits. Don't put the guys back down there then. And then we won't be able to. Yeah, but it's always the nuts. That's a very it? good point. They're not taking like. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe that's why they do it in isolation. They're not taking the best of us, are they? They're no, taking no, the, the specials. Oh, they're maybe, taking the specials. But maybe that's why it's done in isolation because one lone nut yeah. is the nutter. And also, how what if million, what if they are taking a million people as a movement? What if they are no? What if they are? What if they have taken like a million people? What if they've taken like a thousand nutters, thousand normals, thousand? Where, where do you go from there? Semi nutters. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Between thousand, each thousand Taipei's. Yeah. What Taipei if they've taken like a load of different types of people, but right. the only ones that actually talk about it are the nutters. Yeah. And also, what if the only ones that can actually remember it are the nutters because their head just. The way it's wired, the way it works, they're the only ones that can remember Seems it. unlikely. Why? Seems like the nutters are just nutters. They can transport across a galaxy. What if they just do it for a laugh as well? What if they're like, all right, okay, we can wipe the memory, it's never going to remember this. <laughs> this one's mental, let's just put it down. <laughs> that seems maybe a little unlikely. Like, what if they're a laugh? What if the aliens are a laugh? The aliens are definitely I really a hope because, aliens are a laugh. Because how much are they going to learn from sticking stuff up people's arse? I also think that thingy... If aliens do exist and they've not killed us, they must be a laugh. Otherwise, I think we'd have been annihilated already. For the I think they just don't care. If they're that, if hypothetically, if they could do all the shit, no, because we've it's been needed to get get them here. It's probably just like oh fuck. Well, there's that thing in there's that like, it's like if we if we look down our ants, we don't fucking kill them all because they're useless. We just don't care. Yeah, about but there's them. that hierarchy thing in there, like. Obviously, we don't care about ants now, but if some fucking ant built a grenade, we'd probably start caring pretty fucking quick. Yeah, but that's... You assume that in this case, we are the ants and we could, like, somehow damage the aliens? No, yeah. no, no. Not a grenade that'd, like, damage us. A grenade that'd, like, I don't know, fucking kill a load of ants. But if some ants started rocking ant grenades at each AK-47 other... AK-47 in all yeah. ants. Do you know what I'd start thinking? These ants are getting it's uncomfortably TV close worthy. to being able to hurt us. Us with nukes. These aliens might be thinking, they're getting uncomfortably close to being able to fucking damage us. Have you seen Arrival? No. Yeah. It's supposed to be good. It's a real good film, that is. Yeah. Different take on that. I really whole, liked it. Whole alien thing. It is. On. No, do it yourself. But yeah, like. Use your other hand. There's that thing where they say there's the. Um, there's like the structure of civilizations. Obviously, it's invented by humans, as far as we know. As far as we know. As far as we know. But anyway. We built the pyramids. So it's like thingy. It's like slaves. It's Who like structure one. It's like. Aliens. 
Yeah, it's yeah. like under, <laughs> under, under, under orders from slaves. Yeah. We all know that. It's like oh, wait, slaves under orders yeah. from aliens. Structure one is like, you know, like basic civilization. You're not just murdering each other on site. Structure two is like <clears throat> somewhere some countries haven't reached yet. Okay, I don't realise we're going down the racist road. <laughs> Structure two Mad is, Max. is like um, Mad Max two. You know, like farming. Road. And fucking. What the fuck are you talking about now? This structure is civilization. Structure three is like electric society, blah blah blah. Structure four is like nuclear age. Structure five is like space age. Structure six is. Are you just talking about the levels on civilization? Question mark. (laughs) Is that actually the levels on? (laughs) Don't know what it feels like yet. Well, if it is, anyway, it's probably nicked it from whoever I'm thinking of, or I'm thinking of safe. But maybe the pardon me, maybe the aliens are thinking. We're up to, what was the fifth one I said? Space Age. We're up to Space Age. What if we next get to, like, Galaxy Age? Could be a problem. Don't know. Humans are pretty good at, like, fucking shit up. Send down Donald Trump. That'll keep him in check. Yes. No, I don't think he's an alien. I think he's just a fucking dipshit. More than likely. I don't give him the credit of being an alien. Just like, you know, like how Obama also sucked dick. He just did it because he's a neoliberal But let's not go political. Good, good job you're not going political. Yeah, so uh, let's go back to ghosts. Yeah. Okay, so... In our spoopy special. In our yeah. spoopy special. Okay, all right, I'm bored of ghosts. Actually. Time for an advert. Let's talk about... <laughs> Bigfoot. Okay, we're back. So, do you believe in Bigfoot? No. Yes, what? for the purpose of the podcast, yes, because I want to hear you. How can you say no so quick? Because I don't. Seems unlikely. I feel yeah, like seems unlikely. It's not like a straight up. Like yeah, there's a lot of place to places to look and a lot of places for him to hide. What about Yeti? Same diff. A snow ape. A bum. Abominable snowman. Snowman, yeah. Yeah, like like a snow ape. I'm not saying like some fucking magical creature. It's got like ice powers. I'm saying some sort of snow ape. Possible? No. Uh, but you, but when, okay, so let's, I mean, let's let's put it back to its roots. When you see is it Bigfoot, like is it reticulated and like it can walk on like two legs and stuff? No, it's like it's, you know, it's all four still. It's like a straight up ape. Pro- probably then. That doesn't sound that special. Well, it fucking is. Cause it doesn't exist. No one knows about it. Uh-huh. That's the, the Me and you've just decided it exists. That's the abominable snowman. I mean, I don't believe in any of this shit, but I it's think like, it should be cool. It's like the fucking, like, uh, the good place. And <laughs> it's like, well, this guy has got pretty close. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, maybe. Do you believe in any, like, cryptids? No, not really. But the chupacabra is well, real. No, like, not uh, an actual, like... skeptic. Virginia Mothman. Definitely real. Jersey, Flor- Jersey Devil. Florida Man. Florida Man. <laughs> I mean, like a, a, a cryptid that's like not like you know, it's got not it's not got like special powers. It's just like a creature we've not discovered yet. Like yeah, next I, monster. I don't think that. Uh, Big think that's eels now. Don't got, what? If it's just somebody who got Boring. a toy in the lake, wouldn't it? I don't think. Um, it's just if you zoom in on the lake, it still looks like a massive lake. It's just that's what it is. Do you know what? I believe in anything fun. Well, I'd like to believe, but. 
Delve. I've not seen any credible evidence. Do you think what what do you think is going to be the most shocking discovery in your lifetime? Um, that weed doesn't kill you. <laughs> We're not going political, Aaron. I mean, wait, it's probably going to be something I on that be, level. I'd be fair. Yeah, we all know that. That's about the shock. Exactly. That's true. Anyway, I mean, like an actual shock. Something that's going to shock you personally. Uh, I don't know. That's pretty. I, how could you predict that kind of thing? Yeah, <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> if I could predict it, then what would you I'd be out there trying by? to prove or disprove it, wouldn't I? I don't know. I mean, I personally what, what believe aliens, but if you came most... out with like aliens is definitely real, do you know what I'd be like? That's pretty fucking. Called shocking. it. He's like, I knew it. That I... would be pretty fucking shocking, but I don't think that's going to happen in my lifetime. Oh, see, I definitely do. You think it's going to happen in the next fifty years? Because that's. Maximum how long you're living for. Bold of you to assume that I'm only living 50 years. <laughs> Bold of you to assume he's going to live 50 years. Yeah. I'm only young. You're not in the young. next 50 years. So you got until you're you 78. You think I've only got time 78? I'm living until at least a fucking 100, bud. You ain't. My uh, granddad's older than that. I'm going to make sure that you ain't. Not 100. 78. Yeah? I see if I get as long as life as him. Why? Yeah, I'd give you to like He's had a healthier life than you have. Bullshit. Weren't he a farmer or something? No. He retired when he was like 30 to smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey. He's a strong man. That's how they were back in the day. Yeah. They made him stern about them. True. True. I'm pretty stern for my age. If you try and smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey, you fall asleep. Yeah, because that's what my granddad did. He <laughs> gave me his immunity. It's like his body's telling it's him... like Special sleeping powers. Yeah, you smoked and drank enough. Take a break. But... Okay, what would... Oh, I don't like this beer. I really like it. What yeah, would I can't sh- like this beer. What would shock you, but... <laughs> but... You finishing the sentence. Not enough to change <laughs> your life. What? Um, um, like something mega shocking, but it doesn't change your life. Like, what would you do if they were like... Uh, in today's news, we found... Um, some spooky skeletons that came to life on the Titanic. Would that make you change your life? If might. you knew, if, if you knew, it might it, actually. If you knew that when you died, you got to come back to the spooky skeleton. But Which only on the list? Titanic. I've got plenty. Of, yeah, I don't want it. That's not a nice beer. I um, really like it. I don't know, really. That's it's an interesting question. Um, what would what would shock me? Okay, what's the least? What's the most shocking thing that wouldn't change? Have you got an answer for any of these? Mm. Because you may as well no. give it to us. Yeah. Go on. So, most shocking thing that would make me change my life. That would make you change your life. Or yeah. Is it like? Is it like it would make you change your ways? Yeah. So, like, if they were like, we have categorical proof that if you die. We're living in some sort of matrix situation. And have you, have you heard the, the theory behind it? The simulation so I would change my ways of, at the minute, my ways of being alive. But if they prove that we're in a matrix-like situation, I would change my ways by not being alive in the matrix. You kill yourself. Yeah. If it was yeah, but you can't, well, yeah, but if you kill yourself in the matrix, you kill yourself in real life. Yeah, no, but like, it's like they're saying like if you die in the matrix, you should wake up in like not the matrix. Well, no. Oh, okay, so you're, you're, so you're thinking purely the Matrix. No, what if heaven was real? Okay, well, would you kill yourself? Well, stick with one first because simulation theory is a big thing, and there's actually some scientific evidence for that as well. 
it's not it's it's not scientific scientific evidence, but it's probability based that if no, they've done like why do they go on? They can't well they can't evidence it, but probability wise, it's more likely that we are living in a living in a simulation than we are not. That's weird. Yeah, the theory goes that if we can do it, we would do we would do it endless times. And therefore, it's more likely that yeah. we are in one of the endless number of simulations that we are the real one. In the one that's not. That's like AI, though. Like whether you think AI is real, I don't. Right, you get it? Yeah. It's, it's a very <laughs> simplistic version. <laughs> Aaron looks like his brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> probably bullshit, though, isn't it? Aaron, you're probably in the Matrix right now, but yeah, probably yeah, not. Just kill oh, yourself. Man. Okay, but also, right. even if even if we are, it doesn't matter because How is we gonna perceive be in any this film at all. It's definitely not going to be won by the Wachowskis. Sorry, oh, that's right. just the way it is. I like the Wachowskis. Yeah, right. but they're a bit weird. What was what film? Okay, that's you, a good question. What films. film universe? Transphobic. Their films. Their films are weird. <laughs> Cloud Atlas is good. If you could live in one film universe, what film <laughs> universe would you live in? Um, Wrong Space Jam. <laughs> I was going to say Mary Poppins, which isn't too far off. That's fucking suck. Space Jam's a pretty good answer in it to that. I don't know, because unless you're Michael Jordan... Well, it doesn't matter. I get yeah, to see I get to where he fights... Like, he plays a basketball game yeah. against a bunch of aliens. Yeah, but... Another acceptable answer, Bed Knobs and Broom, Broomsticks. Why is that us. better than Mary Poppins? Because you go underwater and... Yeah. And it's part cartoon. And What's Mary Poppins got going suits of armour and stuff. Um, Can you give me one good thing about Mary Poppins other than like drinking sugar, I which do. is a metaphor for cocaine, I assume. See, I want to say Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, but only if I get a golden ticket. And if you get to bath for Uncle Joe. He's a prick, though. He deserves it. And I'd probably end up being one of the dead kids. Yep. Yeah. And also, I feel like it wouldn't be that fun anyway. No. That first I bit, Cabri World it's basically was enslaved midgets. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, I like yeah. Cabri World. That, that had 100% less umpalumpas. I've never been to Cabri World. You've been. You're probably not going to get a deprived. lot out of it now. Wouldn't yeah. have got that much out of it then. I was never a big chocolate guy. Okay. Uh, what would be the perfect film to live in? Um, uh, okay, right. Okay. It's a film universe, but you're a background character. You're not like a protagonist. You're not like you don't get to pick Superman and be Superman. You're a fucking. If you go into Superman, you're one of the fucking idiots that get killed by. So if I pick Charlie and Chocolate Factory, I'm going to end up as one of the Umpalumpas. If you pick Charlie and Chocolate Factory, you're one of the turds that's watching on TV while they go into the factory and then go to a miserable life. Yeah, I'm yeah. that kid who faked he got a golden ticket. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to do shit. Uh, you're a normal. I person. really don't give a shit then. You're I one mean, of the six billion. Um, I know, but I forgot the name of the film. So you don't know. Uh, Woody Harrelson is a bowler, and he loses a hand. Someone loses a hand. What's that film called? And I choose that film because it means that nothing would change. It would be. It would affect so you're me just in picking no a way. normal life film. Why do you have to pick something so specific as Woody Harrelson loses a hand? Character, you could have picked anything. Big Lebowski. Yeah, you could oh, pick no, any no. film when that's, nothing. That's got some hyper realism in there. I feel like what you could uh, put any film that takes place in the real world that wouldn't affect you. It might the fucking Untouchables? What's it going to affect you? Um, what you're are the you? fucking you're the baby going down the steps. 
Children of Men. I pick Avatar. Seems way worse. Yeah, that seems like, that seems like the worst answer ever. <laughs> Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. You're a fucking skeleton, mate. <laughs> yeah. Mad Max, because you know what I don't like? Drinking. Being alive. Yeah. You know um, the Avatar, last Airbender film? Yes. Yeah. Sucks ass. I still think it'd be pretty cool to live in that universe. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. People are... Another good... That's actually a very good... There's no Yu-Gi-Oh film, so it's disqualified. Yeah, yeah. animated films, I'm But sure. if there was, that would be a very... It's Pokemon. Pokemon. Pokemon is the right answer. You're a background you... character, but you still get to exist around Pokemon. You still get to have a laugh. Answer, yeah. But you've got to eat, like, fucking Pokemon. That'd be pretty creepy. No, you yeah. don't. You just eat rice. Eat animals that can talk. Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just eat rice. Would you be a vegetarian in the Pokemon world? Probably. Nah. I'm not a vegetarian now. I can still make two... Carps yeah. fight if I wanted to. Yeah, there's, there's not a pig walking around going, pig, pig, and loving you, is it? <laughs> I don't know, I think pigs are smart enough. What does, he, what does he do again, sorry, Dad? Pig, pig. <laughs> uh, um, I think he's right, there's like an extra level of sentience to the Pokemon yeah. than there is about regular animals. I mean, I, dogs, dogs are as smart as any Pokemon. Yeah, but I'm not eating dogs either. I also personally don't think it's right I to eat any animals, but I think it's even wronger to eat Pokemon. They're dog, definitely dog. intelligent. Like, imagine if you like ate Pokemon your entire life, in the and words, then you met a Meowth that could talk. You would be like, "What the fuck?" In the words of, <laughs> in the words of Jules from Pulp Fiction, dogs got a lot of personality, and personality goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you've never seen a Pokemon like, at any point in any of the TV shows. Is being like. Charizard, do you want to do this? And it either nods or shakes its head. That is, that is actually pretty weird. You know, like, Charizard is probably the dumbest one like and also the least likely one you want to eat. If you could eat any Pokemon, what would you want to eat most? I was going to say, I feel like Tauros. there's probably like a levels to it kind of thing. Like, you know, you don't eat a Charmander or a, or this, a Charizard. No one eats Lizard. I feel like we covered this off once before as well. Because... We've done this bit before. I think we have, yeah. Because... It's not very spooky. You... Don't eat them. Okay, they're kind of haunter. <laughs> like personality-wise, it's like kind of like a dog or a cat or whatever. It's like kind of yeah. being a pet. Like you want to eat a growler. I'd eat Mister Mine. Yeah, but uh... <laughs> Jinx. I'd eat yeah. a Jinx. I'd eat a Jinx out. That's racist. <laughs> um, you know anything that looks like a human? Down for that. Um, so I reckon there's probably some that you would eat. You eat Milk magic carp. Milk, Milk tank, tank looks like a cow, doesn't Tauros. it? Tauros. So, yeah, Tauros, I guess. People. But people have them as like their favourite Pokemon. Marie. People keep them as slaves. I mean, not really, is it? It's not the yeah. same. They're like, they're like best friends. Does like Mr. Mime get show. paid for helping Ash's mum out? He might. He doesn't. And also, I don't fucking know. All he's got is some prime real estate inside a three-inch ball. I mean, what she says. It's a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty depressing show when you think about it, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's awful. What do you mean? You're ten years old. Why haven't you got a Pokemon and disappeared out into the wilderness for months <laughs> to scrap? <laughs> it's a weird yeah. thing. I do kind of. Could we make our pets fight? Have you ever read the um, the creepy pastas? I'm not yeah, making. I am brilliant. not making Bonnie fight anyone. Yeah, have you ever read the creepy Bonnie X? The creepy pastas about um, like the Pokemon universe. Yeah. Class. Bring it full circle. Where Creepy. it's like the um, bring the spook. Where it's like um, so. This is all part of the plan, right? The universe, yeah, exactly. This was planned. So the universe exists where the ten-year-olds go out to fight, and it's just like the mums and stuff left at home. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah I've read this. 
Go on, carry on. Because of the, the great war that occurred in the past. And that's why, like, Lieutenant, Sur- Lieutenant Surge is the only one. that he was from the war. Yeah, the Great War or whatever, where they just fought and used Pokemon as we- weapons of... Also explains why a bunch of people are, like, kind of a bit crazy. Yeah, and why Giovanni is, like, trying to take over the world using Pokemon and... It's because there was some kind of massive war that basically wiped out most of the male population. And there's also that part where Giovanni's Ash's dad. Maybe. Which I believe was part of it. But basically it's like, whoever it was in this world, they got to such a point where they realised, oh yeah, we've got Pokeballs and we can catch Pokemon and train them or whatever. So they were like animals and then they just... Took it too far. Yeah, destroyed the world using their magical Pokemon powers to kill each other and... Isn't Mewtwo involved at some point? Yeah, there was loads of it, wasn't there? So, like, Mew was, like, the original Pokemon, and he yeah. was, like, peaceful or some shit, so he tried to stop it, and then they cloned him. And... Something like that. It's pretty interesting, anyway. It's pretty yeah, nice. I remember reading it as well. It, yeah, it basically implied that, like, say, most men in this world have been wiped out. Yeah. The only ones that were left were kind of military guys or science guys or something like that. Yeah, that was it. Military guys, science guys and kids. Yeah. Go Google it. It was a good creepy bastard. Yeah. Really good. Did you cry at the Pokemon movie, by the way, when you were a kid? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I definitely did. Yeah? Ten years old. Um, when Ash died, I... I also watched a film on bootleg. I think we all did. With my friend Tom. Yeah. In like Tom X. You got Tom X. Tom X. In like year five or six, whenever it came out or whatever. And uh, Ash died and turned stone. And Pikachu cried on him. And uh, turned him back. Oh, no, no. I cried well you, before he got turned back. As soon as he died. Balling uh, by that point. As soon as he died and <laughs> turned stone, different. my eyes were absolutely waterworks. It's a bit different in the in the Japanese dub, isn't it? Apparently. I don't know which one to watch, but whichever one to watch, I was like literally bawling my eyes out. And I was like, oh, I'm not crying, I'm not crying. And then as soon as it came back to life, I was like, ha, 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 ha. I was crying, fuck you. No, I was like, I wasn't crying, I was just, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> also, in that film, and so. I will always remember that because that was one of the most shameful moments of my entire life. No, it's upsetting. Crying over the Pokemon <laughs> film. No, it's even at that age, I knew I was too old to cry over it. <laughs> Why were they like, they had all these sick powers? Why are they just punching each other at the end of it? Yeah, there was a lot of it where... They were just, like, slapping each other. Yeah, I think it was meant to show they were, like, tired or whatever. Yeah, but still, it was like... If I'm a dragon, I can breathe fire. I think the worst bit of Pokemon is where they had, like... You know, like, Pikachu could, like, fucking thunderbolt people. And yet one of his best moves was, like, body slam. And he's a mouse that weighs, like, three pounds. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? I did read the other day about why... Charizard isn't considered to be a dragon. And why is it? It's all to do with that a dragon doesn't have arms. In a western sense, is what Charizard looks like. But in an eastern sense, it's quite Nothing different. Like, yeah, like Gyarados is dragon. Dragon. Gyarados slash sort of Dragonite is kind of a sort of bigger kind of different looking kind of thing. Gra- so I think well, Dragonite is like tiniest wings ever. Yeah. I thought a dragon. Had no arms. That's a wyvern. A wyvern. Oh, I'm having to do it around. Yeah. around. Wyvern's got feet, but no arms. What a worm. It's got no arms or legs. <laughs> <laughs> or wings. 
It's what's in your pants, mate. <laughs> That's a good note to finish on, I think, guys. I don't know. I don't think we're very far yet. Yeah, we've only got plenty of time to kill. Right, so let's go on to something else spooky. Oh, we've got 20 minutes. So, what's something else spooky? What else is on the agenda? What I wanted to talk about was some injuries that we've had in the past. And again, this is a Dan centric episode. It's more more so the injuries that Dan has had. I feel like we have a lot of Dan centric bits. This, this has been a Dan episode. Everyone else can talk about when they've been injured or sick or something. Funny. I've only ever injured myself properly once when I broke my arm. What did you do? Me and my brother were playing gladiators on some like quite high monkey bars. How your brother? Uh, this brother's 15 years older, maybe. What the fuck? How many brothers have you got? Dad's a baller. Um, t- and two. <laughs> but... So I, I swung to get him with my legs to pull him down. Got um, How old were you? So you, uh, you swung 11. with your legs to pull him off, right? And yes. he was 26? Yeah. Christ. <laughs> what were you talking about? Uh, so I swung, Did he beat you? Yeah, because That's I... a shock. I swung to Can grab him. Can you imagine him. being this age now and fighting an 11-year-old? Not really. Yeah, I'd, I'd smash the fuck out of him. Ground and pound. But as I swung, he swung back and then I let go for some reason with my hands. So I just kind of fell and like my arm went under my body and like I just landed and broke my upper arm. Was your dad mad at your brother? No, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't anyone's fault really. Like up here. Jesus. Oh, that must hurt. Seems painful. On my arm like that. Yeah. If it was painful, I'd sleep in a camp bed. No, because it was like... Why'd you have to sleep in a camp bed? Because we had all the family round, so I had to sleep in a fucking shitty camp bed. I thought you were saying because oh, of the broken he arm. He got all the family round and he's like, yeah, Liam's got a broken arm. Shame he's got to sleep on the floor, though. <laughs> yeah. We know, so I was like, ah, I'm in pain. And I was like, shut up, Sybil next door broke her ankle and she didn't complain this much. And then the next day, I took him to the hospital and they're like, it's not broken, but we'll go in and check it out. And the doctor was like, yep, yeah, clean break. Oh, I told her about... Um, but you know you do like um, like the getaways in like year five and year six or whatever. Yeah, like Barton Park and Pickle yeah, and I shit. can't remember what they're called. We went to Menai with my primary school, and my dad was a chaperone, and we went and we were playing um, rounders one day, and it was just you know all of us like playing or whatever. And there's this one kid, Peter, who went up to my dad and he's like, oh. and he was like, he was one of my friends. He lived around the corner, so he used to come around all the time. He's like. Oh, Darren, I've got a really bad stomachache. My stomach's really hurting. My dad was like, it was a bit of a wasp, Peter was. So my dad was like, oh, Peter, stop being a wasp. Go on, get out there. You'll be fine. Just have a, have a bit of fun. Have a bit of a laugh. So he's like, oh, it's really hurting. He's like, just go out there. Have fun. Peter's appendix had burst. Yeah. He died. <laughs> <laughs> it did. He didn't die. It was a three-day trip and he kept saying it hurt. And my dad kept telling him to like stop being a wasp and get out there. And then we got back and his mum... Since we got off the bus, obviously, my dad was there. Sometimes he's at least not dead. (laughs) So he drove us home. He dropped Peter off at his mum and dad's. Took me home. Got home. Dropped the rest of the... He dropped Tom and Kyan off at home or whatever. And then uh, about two hours later, my mum gets a phone call off Peter's mum. And she's like, oh, um, she thought we'd let you know we're just in the hospital. Peter's okay, though. And mum was like... Right, why wouldn't he? Peter be? the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh right, what? Why wouldn't he be?" And she was like, "Oh, he's, he's had stomachache all week." Is Darren not told you? And she was like, 
No. No, no he's not said anything. Uh, yeah, it turned out his appendix had burst on the coach ride home. <laughs> He'd had appendicitis for the full weekend, and my dad's advice was... Run it off. Come on, Peter, stop being a fucking pussy. Get out there and throw the ball. <laughs> and I distinctly remember this. This is one something that I'm pretty sure on my deathbed I'll remember and laugh about. My dad trying to teach us to throw a ball as far as you possibly can. So, you know, like, if you throw... Your, Underarm or overarm? Overarm. Okay. If you throw your entire body into it, you can literally, like, clear a field, can't you? Depends so how big the field is, I guess. So he's teaching us to throw it properly. Obviously, we're only young, so we're not that good at throwing. Teach me to do it, I do okay. Teach Kai to, Kai absolutely roofs it across the field. And the dad goes, oh, really good, this was quite tall. Wish was, you were my son. I was short at that age. <laughs> Tries to get Peter to do it. Peter throws it about two metres in front. Doubled over in pain. Yeah. <laughs> Barely gets his arm up. My dad goes, Peter, you're the tallest one. You should be getting in the furthest. <laughs> Forces him to try and throw it about five times. <laughs> and it turns out the entire time he's trying to throw it. He's got appendicitis and he's literally dying. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing is, like I say, he lived around the corner from us till he was like 13 and he moved to Australia. <coughs> I convinced it was to get away from our family. Because when the appendicitis thing was, we must have been like 8 or 9 or something. When we were 11, we were playing... Um, pancreatitis. No, we were playing, um, you know, tracker. Yeah. On the golf course, but it was... Flag tracker, we called it. So you tied something to your waist and you had to pull it off, and that's how you caught someone. Is so it pull them off? No, you had to pull the Got tag him. off. Yeah. Got him. So we were all running around the golf course and the fields and everything playing this flag tracker. And Elliot was playing with us as well. And there was a little. Um, your younger brother. Yeah, my younger brother. And he was the like. The best a, person ever. A little. The best Bray. It was like a little. Um, the best ex. Yeah. It was like a little building in the middle of the golf course in a big dip like a big hill thing it was an electrical substation and Elliot was hiding on it and Peter, Peter was it and he came up to catch him oh no and Elliot actually drowned him so Peter came up to try and grab his thing but Elliot could see him there was like a big like it was like a chimney but it wasn't in the middle of it it was just like a big brick structure so Peter Tesla tried to oil. I don't know what it was but Peter tried to catch him but Elliot managed to get behind him and pushed him off this building and ran away. So we all we all did we weren't we all weren't like there, but we all ran off anyway because we knew he was near there. So whoever else I can't remember who else was on it was Peter and someone. Peter's in there. What a dickhead! Yeah. <laughs> he was at the bottom of this hill thing next to this building, and whoever else was on found Peter and ran after us and was like, "No, you've all got to come back. Peter's really hurt." We're like, "Fuck off! We're not falling for that one. We're not stupid." <laughs> And like two hours later again, Peter's broken both his legs. <laughs> no, broke. Who gets a call? Peter Peter's broke, fine, by the way. <laughs> Peter broke both his. Peter's mum phoned my mum again and was like, Peter's fine. Because no matter. Yes, he did! We no just, matter, we're just in the hospital again. All these things that we did to him, he never told on us. Ever. And he had a chipped PS1, so he was like a good friend. But he never told on us. What and did he actually do this time? Broke both his wrists. <laughs> Both wrists at the same time. So it's more fun. I'm sure I've heard a Reddit story about this. It was like, um, oh yeah, Peter's fine, by the way. He broke both his wrists, but it's only like minor fractures. <laughs> and then for the next six weeks, me and my brother had to go around to his house and he had like both his, obviously like 
When you've broken your up. wrist, it's all plastered up. Yeah. It's like your entire forearm yeah. and your hands. You couldn't do anything. So he used to go around his house and play his Tomb Raider <laughs> because he couldn't play it. Yeah, Peter, you can watch. <laughs> I did this to you, but... I'm 100% convinced that he moved to Australia because of our family. To get away from you. Because the two times he'd been like extremely badly injured the first time my dad was like stop being a fucking pussy get out there and play sports and the second time you and the second time it. my brother directly caused it and we all ran away like not falling for that one <laughs> although to be fair when we were like 17 18 you know when you used to like drink on fields and stuff because you couldn't drink in a pub we were drinking in a pub once i can't remember what we i think <laughs> why did you start, not a pub, start sorry. with that we were drinking in a field once right and um it was the field on the back of a school and the police came. So we all obviously ran off and we were jumping like a um, a fence at the back of it and the fence went into some woods. To enjoy the swan? Yeah, near Joey the Swan. Or St Mary's. I was trying not to say the name of the school but we jumped the fence at the back of St Mary's, jumped over and this lad Sam jumped over, fell on his hands and I jumped over and it, I was like, oh, come on, you're fine, you're fine. And we all ran off and we met H.O. with the swan, you know, the park there. Mm. There was like 30 of us. It was like year 11 at school. And he was like, oh, I've really hurt my hand. And he only lived around the corner as well. And I was like, oh, Sam, you're fine. Because I knew if he went home, I'd have to go home as well. <laughs> so I was like, Sam, you're fine, honestly. And he's like, I think I've broke my fingers. I think I need to go home. I think I need to go see my mum. And I was like, just grabbed his fingers, <laughs> bent them all over the place. And I was like, no, nah, you won't be able to bend them if you were broken. You're fine. <laughs> And obviously you know where the story's going. <laughs> Next day he was just like, yeah, broke all my fingers. <laughs> and literally on the park at Joey this one, I'd been like, no, you're you're all good. Before, before you did that, you don't actually broken one finger. Yeah. <laughs> what, what got written... What, what got written on your door? By Elliot. <laughs> Dan is gay by Dan. <laughs> They, that's not the end of the story though, but Dan is gay by Dan is the first funny part. Yeah. But so, he wrote it in permanent marker. <laughs> and then he realised that obviously I wouldn't write Dan is gay by Dan at age 12 on my bedroom door. <laughs> so he got a towel from the bathroom, put it under the tap, tried to rub it off, just didn't get rid of the Dan is gay by Dan, just like... But ruined the towel. Ruined the towel. And you know um, if you rub like a... If you rub on like paint, yeah, it's like it wasn't waterproof paint. Obviously, it's on a bedroom door, so it just the paint just peeled away pretty much. <laughs> so it was just like little bald patches on the door where you could see the wood. And Dan is gay by Dan, like bald as anything in black letters. And then he tried to flush the towel down the toilet because <laughs> <laughs> it was covered in paint in black marker. <laughs> obviously, flooded the bathroom. Just went straight to his room and was like, oh, I'm just going to ignore this. <laughs> so like an hour later, my mum come upstairs and was like, what the fuck? The bathroom's flooded and there's a, to- a towel half down it. And came into her brother and was like, what have you done? And he was like, what are you on about? I've not done anything. And she was like, Dan's not written. Dan is gay by Dan on his door. <laughs> oh. God, he was dumb. And he thingy. When we were... Um, I must have been like 10 and he must have been like 8 and we were around my nan and granddad's and um, my uncle's like <laughs> 10 years older than us so he was like early 20s yeah. 
and he had uh, Resident Evil 4 on PlayStation. So I was sitting in his room playing Resi 4 on his PlayStation, and Elliot was with me, and he had a, um, you know, like a nose hair trimmer. Yeah. Where it's got, like, the really thin end. I've never heard this story. Um, and it was... It must have been about, like, 2002. You know, like, peak David Beckham fame. Yeah. When he had the slits in his eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. So Elliot got the my uncle's eyebrow trimmer and was like, do you think I could do a slit in my eyebrow with this? Because my mum wouldn't let him because she said it was chavvy. Yeah. So he was like... She was, he was like... I was like, yeah, I think you could. Don't know, because mum will tell you off. And he's like... Well, if I've already done it, what's she going to do? <laughs> Tell you off. It got Went to give himself a slit. But obviously, he's like eight years old, so his eyebrow's tiny. And this nose hair trimmer, it's like thin, but it's not that thin. So he does it, and does immediately it, and a massive noticeable trunk out of his eyebrow. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't look like a slit. It looks like you've lost half your eyebrow. <laughs> so between us both, we decided the best thing to do even it out, shave his eyebrows <laughs> because we thought like we were like we both you when we got cancer instead. <laughs> we're both like quite fair haired, or we were at the time. So we were like, because like my eyebrows aren't that noticeable now. So we were like, how bad's it really going to be if we just like. Just got a little bit rid. So we thought, because it, it, it's like a nose hair trim. It wasn't like it like took it down to the skin. It just took it down to like stubble. <laughs> <laughs> so we shaved both his eyebrows to stubble. <laughs> and went downstairs for tea. And when Dan gave us tea, my mum was like, what's up with your face? And I was like, well, you haven't had What do you mean? I, I was sitting there like, pissing myself like, Dying, thinking like, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just, I was just sitting there dying at the table. My mum was like, "What is up with your face, to Elliot?" Thinking there was someone up with him. And why like, you know, Why do you look so shocked? <laughs> she was like, "There's something wrong with you, but I can't put my finger on it." And he was like, "Nothing, honestly, nothing. We've just been playing." And 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 then eventually we were like, "Oh, we've been playing Resident Evil Four, and it's an 18, and we were like ten and eight, and she was like. Oh blah blah blah! You shouldn't have done that, and just left us to it to tea. And about ten minutes into tea, she just went, "Elliot, where are your eyebrows?" <laughs> 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 and I was just like, "What do you mean?" And then he told the story, and oh, I've never laughed harder in my life. Purely for the fact that obviously we'd already shaved them then, so there's nothing she could do. <laughs> Oh, it was so good. Oh. <laughs> so he had like stubbly eyebrows for about <laughs> two months or whatever. It's not even that. You grow back in like a week. <laughs> oh god, it was so funny. Oh. What um what did you drop on your head? Oh the cement brick. <laughs> so where it sounds painful. Where we used to play football, it was like down a um a side lane and there was no like cut through it was not like you went down the lane to get to anywhere you just went down the lane to get to my granddad's and we used to play football in the top field and um, <clears throat> we'd all been playing one day and I think we were playing um, two a side uh, like a knockout tournament with like there was like four teams but it was two a side so it was yeah. obviously really hard but we were like ten 
I can't remember who whose team Elliot was on, but Elliot was the best at football. So obviously I got annoyed at him and just like kicked him and fouled him <laughs> incessantly. And because I was his brother. And it was like call your own, own fouls, obviously. Yeah. So every time I did it, Elliot was like fouling. I was like, bullshit, never touch you. And everyone everyone knew that Elliot was the best at football. So like, no, never touch me. <laughs> Don't know what you're on about. And obviously it was granddad's house. So eventually everyone else went home. And me and Elliot went to granddad's to say hello, like get a drink, whatever. And then walked home down the lane and halfway down the lane Elliot went behind me and just picked up like a slab of concrete like not it wasn't like proper concrete it was like you know like breeze block breeze block material got a bit airy yeah so it was like quite light but still like substantial in rock considering we were like 12 and 10 or whatever slammed on top of it because I fouled him so much when your brother tried to murder you yeah obviously like yeah actually concussed me last episode I Doubted the fact that a, a child was smart enough to know how to kill someone. Yeah. We'd well, like. Can... Two years older than six. Yeah. Elliot well, knew. Yeah. Concussed me, nearly killed me. I mean, he, hadn't, he hadn't really nearly killed me, but he concussed me. He could have killed you. Yeah. Left me in the lane. Obviously, he didn't expect to hurt me this much, so he just stood there in the lane. <laughs> this is what he's told me anyway. I can't remember any of it. Trackingly. <laughs> yeah. Stood not. there in the lane for like... You don't remember anything from the preceding two yeah. years. He said he stood there in the lane for like 30 seconds to a minute and then just sprinted home. Got home and mum was like, where's dad? And he was like, don't know. <laughs> I had his tea and then obviously it got to like 8 o'clock and it was getting dark. And his tea? And I was like 12 and mum was like, where is dad? So she walked down to my Some granddad's... psychopath she is, isn't it? To see if I was there and obviously got halfway down the lane. And, and you're there face down in the mud. No, I'd got up by then obviously. I'd not like stayed passed out for hours. But I'd like, I don't, I don't know what happened. I must have felt like so dazed or whatever. Basically, I just got up oh and walked God. to the side and sat down and just sat there for hours. <laughs> and my mum came and found me and took me to the hospital. That's mental. It's How not the worst. Still alive. It's not the worst thing he did. But when we were playing tracker once again, <clears throat> when we were kids, he was real into God, tracker. Don't, don't, don't get this one going on tracker. <laughs> we had a treehouse above the pond. And Elliot was hiding in the treehouse, and Greg was it in Tracker. And he tried to climb up to get Elliot, so he jumped a blanket at him, <laughs> knocked him off the tree, climbed down, and ran off. <laughs> at this point, we'd all seen it. This is after the Peter break, broken arms incident. So in, they were like, maybe we should have done something this time. <laughs> so we knew what had happened, and we were like, Elliot, you're out, you can't do that. And he was like, bullshit, you can do what you want to get away from Greg. Literally, like he was in the treehouse, and Greg was like halfway up the tree, and he just got a flank and just been like. Oh, it's not like he'd like poked him to stop him coming up. He'd literally just got the flank, whipped at him as hard as he could to knock him off the tree. How long ago was this? Oh, two weeks. Like ten years ago now. I was going to say because I know Elliot, and you could have convinced me it was two weeks yeah. ago. Oh, Especially God. given his defiant attitude. <laughs> oh, it was funny. What, um... The only other funny story I can think of that doesn't involve me getting hurt. No, oh, because that's the best one. Is in Carmarthen when we were like um, again like eleven to eleven twelve. Dan's best years. Well, yeah. this is all, all we did was mess about with my granddad. Breaking each other's wrists. Yeah, but we went to Carmarthen. <laughs> Peter wasn't around, so you know. <laughs> got um... beat on someone. <laughs> On a, like, you know, like you can rent cottages and stuff. Yeah. So we went to Carmarthen and rented a cottage, and they had a you know a shed in the back garden with like those like asbestos roofs. 
Yes. You know the ones mean? Asbestos. They're like, they're like thin cement and they're like the old asbestos roofs. That's oh, what okay. they used to be made yeah, of. Yeah. And they had one of them in the back garden. I mean, I can't remember what we were playing now, me and Elliot, but we were playing something. In the asbestos. Pretty much. Yeah. The shed was locked though. But we were playing something and eventually <clears> I climbed up on top of this shed for whatever game we were playing. And um, when I climbed up, I was like, you know, like kneeling down. So my weight was spread pretty even. But wherever we were playing, I think we were playing football or something. And we wanted to try some weird move where I jump off the shed. But basically, I was kneeling down, and as soon as I stood up on the shed, obviously it's a very thin roof, boom, <laughs> straight through it. Massive hole in the shed roof. I've, like, cut all my arms. I'm screaming. I'm thinking, how the fuck am I going to get out of here without getting in trouble? But my granddad was in the back garden. And he was like, what? The? Well, he didn't know I was climbing on the roof, but he was like, what the fuck was that? Come running around the back, and he was like, Dan's falling through the roof. So he managed to climb up on top of the bit that I climbed up on and pull me out. And then obviously, like, we'd rented this cottage. So we were like, fucking hell. Don't really want to pay for a new roof for this shed. That's going to cost loads. So my granddad <laughs> said to my mum and dad, like, just wait here a minute, I've got an idea. So we went off for, like, 20 minutes down to the beach, come back with a dead pigeon. <laughs> Chuck the dead pigeon through the hole in the shed. <laughs> Except to mum and dad, sorted, and if they ask anything, we didn't see it. <laughs> mum and dad asked me about it. <laughs> Seeing a dead pigeon earlier in the day. Where did he even find a dead pigeon? <laughs> By the beach. He'd seen it earlier in the day because he said he'd seen it specifically and he thought about it because he didn't want the dog to go and eat it. But then when I fell through the roof and he didn't want anyone to know about the hole, he thought, what if a pigeon fell through it? If it died, if a pigeon died mid-flight. What a pigeon weighs nine stones. Yeah. Yeah. My mum afterwards was like, pigeon plummeted from just just about inside the earth's orbit. was like, how would a pigeon make that big a hole? He's like 11. He's not like a two-year-old. It's a massive hole. And my granddaughter was like, what if the pigeon was high up? My mum was like, I don't think it works like, like a, that. Like a crater. Yeah. Pigeon's going at terminal velocity. Yeah. <laughs> my granddad goes, well, it doesn't matter. If anyone asks, we'll just say we didn't know anything. No one ever asked. <laughs> so either that man walked into a shed, saw the massive hole and saw the pigeon, like, makes sense. He's like, fucking hell, that pigeon must have been high. <laughs> or he just never discovered what happened. Wait, what I don't get is he pulled, he climbed up and pulled it was like from um, the top. Why you just open the door? No, because the door was locked. Out. We couldn't get in. It was like it must no, have been okay. like garden shit or whatever. Whatever they were keeping in there, they didn't want like the people that rented the cottage Riff to get into. Like you. Yeah, and it was like um, I don't know how to describe what it was. It was like tiles at the side of it that I climbed up, and then my granddad mm. climbed up to lift me out. But fucking hell, <laughs> the pigeon through the thing. That will be like one of my favourite memories until I die. <laughs> Because he's not cut and scraped all my arms. Hang on, guys, I got this. It was the fact that he went for like 20 minutes as well. And this was, by this time, it was the time he did. He's got pictures of someone walking down the beach um, and seeing a, a strange man pick up a dead pigeon yeah, and carry it, it off. Yeah. This was the time he thingy though, as well. You know, he'd quit smoking. Oh, okay. But everyone knows he still smokes. So we were all like, when he was like, oh, I'll be back in two minutes, I've got an idea. We were all like, okay. So he's just gone for a fag. <laughs> <laughs> just not coming back. I've got an idea. My idea was, I've gone to the shop, yeah. get some fags. <laughs> that was one of my favourite things as well, because 
him and my dad quit at the same time. And when we were on holiday in Spain, we had like a, you know, like a balcony or whatever that faced the front of the hotel. And my dad had quit and he was using, you know, chubba chub lollies. Yeah. It's like this like habit replacer. So instead of smoking, he'd use them. And um, my granddad was just like, no, I can do it to cold turkey because I'm not addicted anyway. <laughs> and then on this holiday, we were on the balcony one night at like 8 o'clock. It was still there and we could just see him down the front <laughs> smoking. <laughs> and then uh, my dad ran down. Um, we were, like It was me, Elliot and my mum stood on the balcony. And my dad ran down to go get him. And we were just stood there watching him smoke. My dad ran down to him and ran up to him and she just... My granddad's shoe had just gone like that. He just put a cigarette out as soon as he saw my dad. My dad was like, shoe had just seen him smoking. He was like, it wasn't me. And <laughs> we were on about. <laughs> but he did that when I learned to drive, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, When I was driving home and he had an anorak on and he was smoking down the street and I drove past him and slowed down to say hello. And he put his cigarette in his pocket and I could see the smoke coming out. <laughs> And he was just like, yeah, yeah, nice to see you. Anyway, I'm going to have to go bite. <laughs> Walking away pretty much on fire. Yeah, yeah, nice to see you, grandson. <laughs> oh, Steam, steamed hams in his pocket there. Oh. Well, on that note, I think... Yeah, that was not a very spooktacular uh, episode. It started spooky and... It ended hilarious. You you get injured a lot. Oh. There's a lot of horror stories in, in that stuff. Broken bones. Mostly and... for Peter. Oh yeah, he was yeah, a Yeah, Peter, Peter sounds like a poor soul. He's back now. I think he's back in England. What's his surname? X. Peter X. Yeah, yeah I thought so. We'll track him down then. Yeah. Oh, in well, fact, you've got Facebook, you can have a look afterwards. Yeah. yeah. See right. poor old broken wrists. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> telling you, there's, there's a Reddit thread about this. Anyway. It's not the broken arms boy. <laughs> That's the one. He was like eight. Yeah. Right. Cheers. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. See you soon. Bye.